What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets. It's The Mix. Powered by Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app we love so much because we actually make money playing it. Download that bad boy for free. Use the promo code MMN. They're going to match the first hundred bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for me. Who am I? It's the girl named Sugar. It's your host, the big dude with the big mouth from the big apple. Big Johnny Stud coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always. Coming out the chair, as always. Death, taxes, sun rising in the east, setting in the west. Bears making dookie in the woods. And the big man up before the crack of dawn to bring you this. It's the fastest show in NFL. Absolutely anywhere. You take that bad boy to the bank. We don't care if it's week one or week one five. It is Thursday night foosball. We're going out west. We got the Niners. We got the Seahawks. Actually should be a really good one, believe it or not. Seahawks on the downtrend. We're going to get into it with all the nuance and the context that you get here at Mayo Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe. All that good stuff that matters more than it should. And in a few minutes after I put on a clinic, I'm going to ask you to stick your cartoon finger right up and inside me. Woo! Whoa. All right, let's just get into it before the show gets off the rails, before we are even on them. We are starting it up, as always, with your blue chip stock. Brought to you by Jock Market. Love that app. We're using Run the Sims projections to come up with the highest projected players on every slate. Love that site as well, man. If you haven't jumped on, I'm telling you, it's, it takes your game to the next level. You start adding in some of the stuff we're doing here, the X's and the O's, the analysis, and all that other stuff, application, and whatever, all the nuance that we're bringing here. Me banging the drum, blowing the harmonica, the one-man band doing it as always. Let's start it up with the 49ers up top. Yes, it's Christian McCaffrey's shock to the world. Projected, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, 30% higher than anybody else on the slate. And with good reason, right? The new quarterback with Brock Purdy for the 49ers. Seahawks defense. Also, not so good on the ground. We'll get into that. We find a nice kind of groove in this season, right? All the listeners, man, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. A lot of shows have just had their viewership lopped, you know, almost to nothing. And though, you know, it's down a bit from the beginning, we're really holding on strong. And even like that like to view ratio, these are the things that we hear about behind the scenes. It is rocking and rolling. Thank you all so much. Let's get down and do it to it. After McCaffrey, it's Brock Purdy. You Purdy. 16.4 down to Brandon Ayuk at 12.2. George Kittle at 9. Jordan Mason, 7.6. Remember, we use these projections. We go over them. Have that begin to allow the system to tell us a story. We're going to get into our analysis. We're going to combine them all in the second pillar with the cost analysis and then come up, you know, hopefully with some money-making ideas. So you can look at the 49ers. It's basically a lollipop, right? It's all right at the very top with McCaffrey. Again, the Seahawks defense has been a bit of a run funnel. We'll do that in just a second. But the Seahawks, first, it's Geno Smith at 18. Well, he's not scared of anybody. He's been pretty good through the air. The 49ers did sit on them and beat them down early on in the season. But that was kind of before the Seahawks really kind of found their groove. They have had a lot of ups and downs, but I think that's to be expected because they're very young, right? They're a very young team and... It's really still kind of new there, but I think they've been really good. Kenneth Walker is also going to play. He's fourth on the list. So Geno at 18, down to DK at 17. Lockett at 14.2. See here, right off the bat, I'm going to be pushing up against this. We'll cover it in the second pillar when we do the granular pass-catching stats. I have Lockett above Metcalf because of the zone use from the 49ers. Again, we'll do that in a little bit, but Metcalf and Lockett always very similar. I tend to be a Lockett guy. I think the more explosive plays are there. Metcalf has been a volume dude, but I like him more against Mancar. And it's Kenneth Walker at 10. It's very hard to run against the 49ers at all. Then down to Noah Font at 7, though. The Seahawk tight end room is 
really, really, it's anybody's guess. We could do that in a little bit too. It's really, it's anybody's guess. I just couldn't find anybody to pop. Let's do some of the defensive stuff. Again, if you're unfamiliar with me and my work, get me at John Legaza on Twitter, L-E-G-H-E-Z-Z-A. Check us out at Mayo Media Net. You know, all the, everything is kind of, whatever, all, you know, connected. You could check out the graphics, but also I'm still bringing the smoke on the Patreon page for the true DGENs. I figure, like, if you're watching this stuff, you're probably sick in your head. So, right where the time we're at week 15. You check out the Twitter page, we'll send you to the Patreon page. All free, though. You know, I'm not, there's nobody. All these advanced stats that I'm bringing, I have them split year to date, last eight, last four. Pass catchers, year to date, last eight, last four. That's coming as soon as I hang up this show. So you can go and catch all the stuff that I'm talking about. And then when you see what defenses are doing, man v zone and how they perform, then you could go over to the pass catching sheet to who's good, man v zone, slot, and all that stuff. And I'm giving you the tools to kind of take it a bit forward again. Rate, review, and subscribe. Tag Patty Mayo on, you know, on social media. That's the best thing, man. I love that. Nothing blows my skirt up like that. So what do we know about the defenses? San Francisco 49er defense is excellent. Last eight, they're probably the best in the game. 15 points a game. Less than 25% of drives are scoring. I mean, check this out. 64 and a half rush yards and a 78 opposer passer rating allowed. Notice I went to passer rating and not totals. The 49 has been blowing people out, so the pass totals are there, right? Allowing 24 completions and 250 yards a game. Those are in the bottom third. However, 8 yards a reception is very, very good. And like I said, 78 opposer passer rating, allowing only 63% completion rate. They forced 12 interceptions in that span. And then the last four, you know, 49 is getting even better. Taking a look at the more granular stuff, they're really, really a, or at least have become, I should say. They've been, they're always a zone team as of late, more so as we progress through the season. We're seeing that too high number really start to kind of creep up now. You know, where it's it was in like the high 20s, we went to the low 30s, now we're up into the like high 30s. So remember, we talk about this stuff all the time, X's and O's and how to apply this stuff again. You want to use this stuff going forward. That's what I'm here for, right? To make you smarter and better. Hopefully money today, but money months from now. The Niners play a ton of zone and now a ton of too high. Right, so keep that in mind because that's really the kind of stuff that we want to apply. Again, when we talk about a lot of zone coverage, right? So when we talk about they play a lot of zone, that number is up in the high 80s. And when you count fourth and shorts or all that other stuff, you know, it's almost absolute. When we talk about a lot of man, remember that number is probably up in like the high 30s or 40s. But the same to be said for the too high. We talk about a lot of too high. That's like a third, right? That's a lot because those are like these kind of deep, you know, man. That's the whole concept. Not say prevent, but is it is preventative in nature, right, stylistically, it's preventative. So that's a lot, right? So the 49ers are kind of telegraphing exactly what they want to do. They're going to allow you to operate underneath if you can get there, right? They're not going to run the blitz, one of the lowest in the league, 17%. They're not really getting a lot of pressure, lowest in the league. And they're even allowing a touch to the slot receiver, although it is through volume. It's been eight and a half receptions per game, last four, 84 yards, but, you know, no TDs, and the EPA is very good. Again, 49 defense is very, very good. So keep that in mind, but I think that's the picture that we want to look at, which is why I mentioned briefly the wide receivers for Seattle, that 49 is going to give you a ton of the zone. I think we want to look for that. Again, Geno is not going to be afraid. The thing is, with Kenneth Walker back, he has logged a full practice. Gosh, I, I you know, I really love Kenneth Walker, but coming off the injury with the 49er run D, I'm not really sure what we can expect. I mentioned the running yards, but it's it's more than that. This last month, 3.1 yards per rush. 
0.88 yards before contact per rush. Those are all like in the top five. So, you know, the four nines are awesome. So you're going to expect the Seahawks to probably operate underneath and we'll do the offense in a little bit, but just keep that in mind. Seahawk defense, flip side, let's do it. Last eight. It's it's a mixed bag for the Seahawks. Again, you know, they, they're a young team. They're very good at the corners. Um, Tariq Woolen is, is excellent, you know, youngster. And if it wasn't for my, my boy Sauce, you know, he'd probably be getting a lot more attention as far as rookie coverage goes. But let's do the Seahawks defense. A lot of average stuff. 24 points a game, 350 yards a game. Those are all average. Neutral EPA per play, right? At, you know, 8.00, right? They're allowing drives 2 minutes and 55 seconds because of the run game. So 32 brushes a game, 156 yards, 4.8 per rush, 1.5 yards before contact per rush. They've allowed 9 touchdowns the pass defense has been good but it's it's less about that it's more about when you allow the run what do you get tick 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 when you allow efficient run games you get long drives efficient drives scoring drives they just don't end up passing you don't end up with the ball either so the numbers for the seattle pass the again it's a it's a mixed bag you know you see 195 yards a game you're like wow it's fantastic however you know the e-paper dropback is still in the negative, though slightly. 65% completion rate is average. The opposer rating 84 is pretty good, but it's a mixed bag. The Seahawks, though, we talk about the band zone splits again. A lot of the stuff that you get here that I don't think you get everywhere else. I really, really try and bring the smoke. Trust me, you don't think I know there's a ridiculous amount of football content? And some of it, very little of it, but some of it is actually very good. So we want to try and keep up with that. You know, I don't care if I'm new. I want to be the best, and we want to be the best. Like, we want to know when we, if someone were to hear you talking in the bar about football, you'd be like, wow, man, you hanging out with Johnny Stud or what? You know, because that's what it's all about. Seattle, really one of the most extreme zone teams. It actually is the most extreme zone play in the league, pairing it with 30% too high as well. So keep that in mind. 86% zone coverage. are going full on zone. They're focusing on the run. They are really getting smoked up front by the run. So what does that mean right now that we laid out our defenses? that's For me, that's the foundational brick. My baseball work, it's pitching for football. For me, it starts with the defense, right? Because I feel like good defenses, which especially with the 49ers, we have are the are imposing their will, right? In particular, when it's a strong run D, right? That's like an oppose, right? Because that's at the point of attack. We're in the trenches, opposing opposing will pushing pushing forward, right? The the, the infantry pushing forward. With these bad battle analogies, but. 49ers going to be looking to run, so we want to have to circle McCaffrey on the ground. He's getting all of the work, and to a lesser extent, keep an eye on Mason if you think that we get the blowout. I mean, CMC, they're in full playoff mode. They brought him in to win the title, and now without a quarterback, they're like, oh, we're going to baby this guy. We're not going to baby anybody with Debo. Expect full workloads for Christian McCaffrey, you know, to handle everything, okay? when Once they're up 10 points, 14, let's call it 14 points, then you'll get Jordan Mason. That's what this is going to be. For the 49ers, to me, they're telegraphing it. This is a race to two scores, and then you get Jordan Mason, who has been very good, and the run game for the 49ers also is very good. So keep in mind McCaffrey, and then we're going to cover the zone with the pass catchers. As far as the Seahawks go, we want to be looking for who is going to operate against the zone. Again, it's going to be very difficult to run. Interesting to see if they abandon it, if they try like a counter, right? Like these stunted runs, because you could do that too, right? If you if you have trouble running in the middle, you could try counters, trying to bring the defense in and almost get around them or or draw, right? Where you're keeping it or RPOs and stuff, just anything that create a kink in the timing for the defense. 
I, I don't know if we're going to get that, especially with Kenneth Walker just back. I, what I think we're going to get is the Geno Smith show. I just think he's going to be throwing the ball all over the yard. They know they got the zone. Geno is also very good against the zone. Let's do that in a second because we're running a bit long. We're going to start the second segment with the quarterbacks, get right into the pass-catching stuff because, spoiler alert, 49ers versus Seahawks is more about the blue chips than it's about the penny stock. And I, you know, like, I'm the world's, like, nefarious cheapskate. But there are times where we have to know that this, right, the 49ers, it's McCaffrey and, like, it's Ayuk and the Seahawks, it's, like, Geno, Metcalf, Lockett. And you'll see what I think it's, like, Lockett. So, for me, it's very highly concentrated at the top. We'll be able to skip past a lot of the guys at the bottom. And boom, that will do it. There are your blue chips brought to you by Chuck Buck. Holy cow, is there another show like this? Nothing like it anywhere. If you agree, come on, get up in the comments, let us know. That stuff just... You, believe it or not, I've actually... I think I learned that someone told me bad comments are, even, are better than nothing. So, like, hey, there you go. If you don't like me, let me know how much you don't like me and help me out in that way. So, all right. Let's do the uh, penny stuff, the cost analysis stuff. But first, let the big man just catch a big breath because, man, this, this, this stuff ain't easy. All right. Second pillar of profit, penny stocks, brought to you by Jock Market, doing our cost analysis stuff. Pretty good segue. I think, you know, it only took 15 weeks to get there. Doing... Starting with the defense... Having that draw the narrative, then getting to the quarterbacks for here. Again, we're in the point of the season where it's all about split notes because, right, Purdy, you got to split stuff. So here we go. Let's bring the smoke. Me doing the thing that I do as always, right? The only two quarterbacks on the slates will be the value. So let's take a look at Purdy on the season 45 of 67, 461, 4 and up four, four touchdowns, sorry. 94 PSR, 6.8 yards per attempt, 0.19 EPA per attempt. Quarterbacks always kind of outperform their expected, let's say, with uh, Shanahan offenses because everything is so kind of easy. All the skill positions are so good. Target distribution, 28% to the running backs, 57 wide receiver, 12% tight ends. So keep that in mind. He has not thrown the ball to the tight ends. I'm knocking down Kittle. Uh, Debo at the top of the list, right? So these are the target share. This is the distribution with Birdie thus far year-to-date. Debo leading the way, 15 targets, 10-4-1, but he's out. So CMC next, 13 targets, 10-144-2. and two. Hachi, Machi, Liberace, just got to get with McCaffrey. He's obviously like the lead um, across the board. Get all the underdog props, all the overs, everything that you can find on McCaffrey. He should be ridiculous, again, until they hit the two-touchdown mark, if you think they do, right? So remember, keep that in mind with your narrative. I don't know what's going to happen. But once you draw up the story, stay with that. And I think that's what's important. Then after that is Ayuk, right? Keep that in mind. 12 targets, 7, 107, and 1. He also has double the air yards of anyone else on the team with Purdy. And then it's down to Kittle, 8 targets, 6, 4, 50. He's been very good against the zone this Purdy. Because right, we mentioned we're going to see extreme zone play. So I'm going to isolate that. It's a short sample, but it's all I got. 34 of 48, 371, 1, and 0, which is pretty good. 100 PSR, 7.7 YPA, 0.28 EPA per attempt for Brock Purdy against his zone. So he's done his best work against the zone and let's get into the pass catchers. All right, this is what we do with other shows like this, man. Debo getting 36% target per route run against his zone, but again, he's out. So it's next man up here. I mean, you really got to push Ayuk to the front. He's next five for 74 and one, 1.6 yard per route run, 14 yards per reception against his own year to date. He plays every single snap and has the double digit A dot. So I think, like I'm saying, that is kind of, I teased it before, they're kind of bringing it in, right? So I laid the foundational bricks for the defense explaining how they're going about it now this is like the punch to the counter punch or the counter punch to the punch which i guess makes more sense the chicken or the egg you know Purdy's going to see a ton of zone. He's been good against it because he's patient. He scrambles just enough when he needs to get himself out of trouble. Seattle has just not been very good on defense, you know. They're getting beat up 
at the point of attack. Trent Williams playing for San Francisco, they're good. Like, I'm expecting more of the same. So that Debo, it's Ayuk, and it's McCaffrey. And it looks like just about it. I know people are going to be always chasing Kittle. I'm not going there. You can have that. I'm not paying for it. Uh, spoiler, look at the bottom of your sheet here. Again, if you want, you could hop over to Twitter at John Legazer or Mayo Media Net. All these graphics, right? We're mixing. It's projections and salary, cost per point, IPOs for Jack Market, the whole nine, right? Chimichanga, bag of chips. You go get those and download the stuff for free. You know, it's on us, baby. You'll see Tyler Croft is at the bottom. And I'm like, I'm like, Tyler, I thought, I actually went back to correct my graphic if you're following along. I have made like a mistake every single week. You know, I just, oh, it just something happened. You know, I do all this work and all this stuff and you ma I make all these graphics, you know, they're all custom and stuff. And I went Croft, I didn't even know what team he was on. I thought maybe he was part of the Seattle mix for a little bit. I know he was with my Jets last year. It turns out he's with San Francisco. I don't even know why he's projected or on this. So you can forget those guys. I don't want anything to do with anybody on this. Ray River Cloud is on this. John Jennings on this list if you skip, skip it down to the bottom i don't we don't want any of those guys right they're not getting looks especially from the young quarterback who I, I think he understands how important this is right he's not just taking over a team he says a very competitive team with super bowl expectations he, he's going to be hitting easy buttons they're going to set him up for layups he's going to take them i'm just not seeing the mcleod or the jennings projections getting there i guess while i'm on the san francisco stuff we could do it you know look at Pass catchers, I got last four, I got last eight. Again, let's just do last four. Debo Samuel again at the top 31 targets. After that, it's McCaffrey and Ayuk, 26 and 24. You know, after that, I mean, Jennings has 15 targets on 90 routes run. He's only playing 33% of the snaps. I think he'll step up into the second spot. I don't know about this Ray Ray McLeod stuff. He doesn't even have the targets to qualify for my list. And then, you know, I have guys like Juszczyk, who's played 137 snaps, and he has seven targets like those that's just not going to move it move the needle for me again i'm sticking with the lollipop narrative give me purdy you give me mccaffrey give me a uke and even give me mason like i think i like mason more than i like the other quote-unquote starters for the 49ers the idea being if my Purdy gets there through Ayuk and McCaffrey. Remember, I think McCaffrey should have a day on the ground, but he also could burst the long one off the screen. So that's the boost to Purdy, which could also get you to the 17-point lead. And if both of the touchdowns of McCaffrey is from Purdy or one from Ayuk, and, you know, you could see how those three guys, when the offense is so concentrated, those three guys could even get you to 20 points and all have the game, all get there, you know, and then Mason cleans it up for you so again i'm drawing up my own narrative i don't know what's going to happen i wish i did so that's one side san francisco let's do the other side seattle geno smith year to date 306 of 428 34 33 25 touchdowns only eight interceptions that's 265 yards a game for you math nerd out there 107 passer rating eight yards per attempt point 0.22 epa per attempt geno smith really putting up an excellent i mean this is an excellent quarterback season he is catching a lot of heat because what he didn't mean to like he was playing a top five quarterback and he didn't maintain that so now he's trash because playing a top eight quarterback Geno Smith has been excellent he's making a lot of really good throws the problem here is San Francisco defense so target distribution for my boy Geno 14% to the running back 60% wide receiver 24% tight end so you want to be looking at the wideouts the problem with the 24% tight end which would be juicy is that itself gets split a bunch of times let's do the zone work and then we'll do the pass catching stats against the zone Geno on the year 76% 
completion 11 touchdowns seven picks so that's been the problem the 11 TD is nice the seven picks is not but that's been the problem I think it can be a little bit too daring sometimes you know what though in this game of ours we kind of want that especially if he's behind eight YPA positive EPA per drop back those are really the things we're looking at eight yards per attempt that's really good the uh, guess what favorite targets it's Lockett and it's Metcalf so Lockett 57 421 and 4 25% of the team targets 35% team air 10 a dot DK Metcalf 53 catches so right there 555 and 2 23% team target 33 team air 10 a dot so really 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 close Lockett's found the end zone DK with a few more yards DK getting a bit more volume Lockett a bit more air right so I think that makes sense I'm expecting more Lockett and the reason is I mentioned before it's we gotta be very careful with this slot stuff you know I gotta be I I push the envelope on things provide new data and sometimes you get stuck with that moniker like oh he's obsessed with slot that he's the slot guy no but it's I think it's a very important thing to pay attention to in particular PPR formats right where so San Francisco tons of zone tons of too high we know they're allowing you know eight receptions a game to the slot receiver right there even if it's an eight for 30 you have a, your guy's getting there you know you're getting something so that but that also works kind of intuitively where they were allowing deep so that kind of soft spot is gonna be in the middle i mean and in particular i mean it's a very good battery gino to tyler lockett like i wouldn't right i think that's what i, I probably should have led with that you look at the stats that put the flashlight on it, but that's not like the trigger, right? You really want quality, for me, quality players over everything, but quality players in that spot where it kind of strategically or stylistically, my new word, kind of works into it where we know San Francisco is going to let you have it because it, they're scoring now too. It's not like a, the Broncos where it's like they have to they have to stop you because they can't score. No, they can let you do a little bit on defense and in fact, especially in the middle of the field, right? Because they, again, like I mentioned, tick, 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 tick. They want the clock ticking they're going to dare you to put together a 15-play drive. And if that means locking us together six passes for 23 yards in one drive, right, then so be it. Because they're going to let you make you take 10 and a half minutes to get there, and then you're going to get offense, you know, up the nose. I mean, it's no Debo, but this 49 offense is still really good. McCaffrey plus Ayuk plus Kittle. You know, I know I put down Kittle a touch, but part of it is just the distraction and the blocking and the catches he makes are huge because of the catch and release ability that he has, right? Kittle is like the best player, like the best all-around tight end in football. So those catches, though, when you say like five for 40, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't blow you away. You feel disappointed. But those matter. A lot of those are first downs because it's like, oh, he's not out there running all these crazy routes. You have to pay attention to the block. He's just very, very good. So, you know, keep an eye on all that stuff. Again, I, I was talking right past this penny stock section. For the people that don't have Twitter or don't want to look at it, I don't blame you. Um, the value backs, it's McCaffrey at the top. Remember, so just because you're expensive doesn't mean you can't be a value because his projection is so high. Right, if there was Jordan Mason, I like it. Projected for seven and a half points. I actually think he gets there almost any almost any way right even as the backup i think with the run matchup he's in line for he's in line for that and we hate to admit it but he could score a late touchdown anyway too so and then after that's kenneth walker only projected for 10 points you gotta think he gets a little bit more than that i know you know i'm skeptical but i think the volume could be there and i'm not talking about 30 carries i'm not but walker has run routes and gotten more targets than before so i think 
I think that projection should be a bit higher. I get, I guess, you know, I understand why it would be tentative. But you can see where I'm already like, oh, no thanks. You know, we are... If you want to play Jock Market for the injuries, right, we just had that game. If you want all the backups, you did really well. But that's something else in itself, right? You don't go into these games, like, looking for players to get hurt. That's just not how it goes. Now, because of the high concentration, if the backups are really, really cheap, where, like, Ray Ray McLeod and Jock Market 388 is not, you know, no thank you. Juwan Jennings 520, and if that creeps up near 6, no thank you. They're both projected 25% ownership, no thank you. You know, I'd rather have the whack Seattle pass-catching tight ends. Well, let's do that before we get at her, because I think we did pretty much everybody, right? And then the rest of the wide receivers, at least it was McLeod, Jennings, Metcalf, Lockett, Ayuk, who we know, and then I mentioned Croft, like, no thank you at all. The one dim spot we left that probably would fit the value would be pass catchers for Seattle. Now, last four, remember, Goodwin is out there, 91 snaps, 59% of dropbacks, he's run a route, not bad, so that's 25 routes a game. It's only four targets a game, but it is 53 receiving yards. So if they get him loose, you know, he will get deep. 14% target per route run is not great, but 2.1 yards per route run is, right? So keep him in mind. And then the tight ends, it's Fant and Disley, and it is just such a split. Uh, Fant, I guess, let's go Fant Disley. 61%, 58% snaps. 48% to 46% route per dropback. 21 to 20 routes per game, 9 to 8 targets, 7 to 6 receptions. I mean, it's really just neck and neck, very hard. 1.2 to 1.1 yards per out run, 11 to 10 yards per reception. It's it's extremely, extremely close. It just everything is extremely close. I'm not really sure. Nobody really stuck out zone or not. That's just a stab, but it is the stab that I would take, right? So I'd be pushing the Seattle pass-catching tight ends in front of the McLeods. I think Jennings, just for the snaps, maybe not, right? He's going to see the field. The 49ers are limited with injuries, right? Debo being out and the versatility he provides running and catching the ball is leaves a void, right? There's no question. McCaffrey's going to be there to suck up a ton of it, right? They're also that just universally amazing football player. But I think Jennings is going to be, you know, the dirty work. He'll be blocking on a lot of these plays. But I think he's going to see a ton of the field. So I'm expecting Seattle behind early, so I don't think you're going to get much outside of Metcalf, Lockett. You're going to, you know, get Goodwin. And then the, the Fant Disney thing is just, it's 50-50 because the snaps are 50-50 and the, the routes are 50-50. It's all just 50-50. So good luck with that. Sorry, I can't be more definitive. But, you know, I'm not. I, my guys, right, let's wrap it up, put a bow on it. I like both quarterbacks in this game. And also, let's, you know, quick lesson why Jock Market is really cool. You can play two quarterbacks. Quarterbacks kill you nowadays. You know, that's the funny thing about DK, right? You only get one QB because it was always, yeah, they're all the same. Well, they're not now because we have quarterbacks that are going to differentiate. So, you, it, meaning you end up in a scenario where there's a slate. If you don't have the right quarterback, you're out. So, now you have that option to expose yourself, right? <laughs> An option I like to take, exposing myself. <laughs> to more than one quarterback, but oh, to get serious, you know, with the running guys, it, may, it makes a lot of sense to, in jo- Jock Market Slates, to get some Josh Allen and some Jalen Hurts, some Patrick Mahomes. Makes a lot of sense. 
Whereas in DK, if you miss the right guy, you're kind of out. So, you know, there's just another reason why I do like Chuck Morgan. Why were we able to do well? I make, I don't know, I think I made money on him at least maybe four or five weeks in a row. Which happens as we start split, splitting stats and other people don't. So it's both quarterbacks. It's McCaffrey and Mason. I'm off of Walker, though I think it could get there while I'm keeping an eye on the IPO, I guess. McLeod and Jennings, thanks, but no thanks. If the Jennings IPO comes in below five, maybe. If it's over six, no thanks. Metcalf and Lockett, the $11 is probably exactly what you're going to get. You could see them getting, you know, Lockett maybe. I think he went nine for 107 in the first matchup, right? They did meet earlier on in the season. San Francisco squashed him, but again, it, it was a while ago. It was a different team. And with Kenneth Walker, though we're not expecting a ton, let's not understate the functionality of having a proper running back and what that means to the team and the flow, okay, right? So even if he's not ripping off giant runs, I'm not really expecting that. It makes a difference having Kenneth Walker over... Travis Homer, not to knock him, he might catch a few balls if they end up down a bunch, but it's not the same, right? Those two things are not the same. Tight end is another reason why you like Jock Walker. You don't have to play any, right? DK, they've kind of forced you to. Why do we want to be forced to do anything in this life? I don't like to be pushed around. So my tight ends is, is why not any? Why none? But if I had to, I, had, I don't know, I guess it's Kittle. Right? It's Kittle, but you got to pay. So at price, maybe it's, maybe it's fan possibility for explosives. I don't know, right? He's more explosive than Disley, so that would be it, just the reason why, but my true answer is neither. No thanks. Nuka nada yet. And that will do it for the penny stock section here. I think we're doing pretty good. I'm feeling very confident about the slate. I like the concentration. I like the way it's laying out. I think we're going to get some safety. I like McCaffrey on the ground, and I like Gino to be able to work kind of underneath and into the slot, so keep that in mind as we get ready for some props. But first, before we get the ball in the goal-to-go situation and we get the big man to punch it in so I can do like my little Icky Woods thing. Just give me one second. Got to take a breath, man. I'm telling you, this is harder than it looks. All right, week 15, Thursday night, foosball props brought to you by Jock Morgan. It's a four-pack foe And I don't think there's much to be said here because we laid it all out. I think, again, the last piece, as the first time I've really ever done a football show for the public, you know, I know what I want to say, but then you have to do it and incorporate all the graphics and stuff. And I think this is kind of my logic train here, right? So now we did the analysis, we did the defense, we built the building bricks. With the schematics, we're expecting the offensive answer. And now the props, right, is the, the finish of that. So we got Geno Smith over 21 completions. Again, this one is juiced, and I'm sorry, I could not find an alt prop. You know, if I can find an alt prop, I'd prefer it. This one just feels really way too low. I'm actually paying this 125. Geno Smith over 20 and a half completions each of the last six games. San Francisco defense has allowed an average of 24 completions over the last eight and 25 completions over the last four. Again, the zone coverage, they're going to do that. They're okay with that, and it's a good offense. So it's not just, oh, well, they allow it, and, you know, some terrible quarterback to back up on whatever, you know, the third string in Baltimore. Right, if this was the third Anthony Johnson on Baltimore, maybe even Huntley, well, I'm not sure I'm so hot on anymore. I'd probably be saying, nay, Geno to lock it is really, really efficient. So give me Geno over 20 and a half completions. I think we get there with ease, right? This one could run up to the 27, 29, 
like easily, 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 especially on a game script, right? The kind of thing, like I mentioned, facing the hunt too high, facing the zone, especially late in the game. There's like, you get six or seven at once. So how is he going to get there? With the next prop, Tyler Lockett, over 70 reception yards. This one is an alt prop. Again, I love the alt props. I want the plus odds, plus 70 receiving yards. And that's at plus 120. We just know that's like firmly in Lockett's range of outcomes. He's the target leader pretty much across the board. The best zone receiver with the highest yardage against his own. I mean, 70 is just, you know, what he does. He did fall short last week and three weeks ago as well, but it was 68 against Vegas. Let's not let's not ding him for that. I think we're going to see some of those outputs that we saw more against other teams like, you know, the Saints and these 49ers. Other side, Brandon Ayuk, I mentioned he's playing every single snap. He is the favorite target today. 60 yards seems really attainable. The San Francisco... The Seattle, I'm sorry, Seattle pass D has been stingy. I get it. Woolen is good. Like, these guys are good. But the way San Francisco operates, it's never that simple with them because they do so much moving around. You'll see him pull from the far side right across, and all of a sudden you're switching defenders, and you have to keep up with Ayuk across the field going east to west, right? So I think that's what I mean. San Francisco will beat you east to west, not just north and south. So give me Ayuk. I think he's going to get peppered. That, this is the first level. If you want, I don't know if we're going to get to 70, 80, 90. If you do, you get beautiful odds in that. But I took the first one, plus 60 receiving yards for Ayuk at plus 118 odds, and then wrap it up with CMC on the ground, plus 90. This one is also the alt prop, so alt rushing yards, plus 140. I think this is a you know possibility, again, to get over 100. I, I didn't want to go to the 100 because I was worried about the game script a bit. You know, I've kind of alluded to that. I'm not sensing the blowout. I think McCaffrey's going to be in this one, and I think the spread speaks to that being at three points and not like the five. To me, this felt more like five, you know, maybe five and a half. And I guess it's the backup quarterback. So if the books are correct, and oftentimes they are, this one stays within a field goal. We've got McCaffrey the entire game. And if he's running against this Seattle defense for four quarters, we're going over 90 yards. That will do it for the fastest show on NFL absolutely anywhere. Thank you so, so much. Rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. Remember, as the season wraps up, Five-star reviews are the things that will bring this show back next year. You know, we bring it to you for free. Stick your cartoon finger inside me. How about that for an even exchange? You know, I hate to ask for it. It really is just, it matters like so much. It's absolutely ridiculous. It matters way more than how good the show is. So just to give you an idea of content creation, you know, get people to stick cartoon fingers, press cartoon like buttons and leave five-star reviews and that will get you to the front. Oh, the line, thank you for picking up what we're putting down here at Mayo Media Net. Hit all the buttons, press all the things, jump on over to Twitter and grab the graphics, then jump on over to Patreon and check out these sheets. They are ridiculous. I mean, if you are considering yourself sick in the head, if you think you're a degenerate and you'd like to see a bit of more of this stuff, and you know, if you're familiar with my work, it is like the most OCD organized, formatted, granular stuff. Of course, like, of course, what else would you expect? But I, you know, right, if I'm going to give you a tool, I want to make sure that anybody can use it. And then let me know. The feedback means a lot. In fact, the reason it's gotten so good, in my opinion, is because of the feedback. People get back to me, they tell me what they want to see, and I add it, fix it, adjust it, and all that stuff. So, boom. Enjoy your holiday season, man. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. And remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.